Welcome to the Marketing Solutions Podcast. I'm Kelly Smith, and I own a marketing company called Willow & Oak Business Solutions. This is the podcast that will teach you how to become the obvious choice to your ideal clients and grow your business with integrity and joy. Marketing strategy that's rooted in generosity has the power to solve problems and exponentially improve people's lives. And I believe that when it comes down to it, that's why you started your business. The world needs what you have to offer, and there are eager people patiently waiting for you to find them so that they can experience the peace of mind and transformation that comes as a result of working with you. I invite you to schedule a free consultation with me by visiting willowandoaksolutions.com. Okay, let's go. Hey there, welcome back to the Marketing Solutions Podcast. I'm Kelly Smith, and today we're talking about ways that you can make marketing easier. You are creating content and posting it on the internet, but sometimes it feels daunting, sometimes it feels tricky, sometimes it feels hard, uh, sometimes it feels time-consuming, you're not really sure if it's paying off, and today I wanted to give some tips to help that feel lighter and easier. I want you to feel confident when you're creating your content and confident that it's paying off and doing what it's supposed to do for your business. And in these episodes, you'll find that I talk a lot about purpose and intention and tying your marketing uh, material to your larger business goals. And so there are many episodes on that, kind of the macro view of what marketing should do and the expectations that you should hold for your marketing content. Uh, But today I want to talk about the actual doing, the content creation, ways that you can make creating content easier and kind of quit overcomplicating the content creation process. My name is Kelly Smith. I own a company called Willow and Oak Business Solutions, and I create content for small business owners. I create content for attorneys and realtors and therapists and coaches and nonprofit organizations, and I distribute their content on the internet, on their social media platforms, in their email marketing on their websites, and so forth. And in addition to this done-for-you service, I coach people as well, small business owners who are not ready to outsource their content creation but still need a guide to get expertise on how to create content well and how to create profitable marketing content in a time frame that doesn't just completely wipe out their entire schedule, right? We all have limited capacity. We have limited availability to create marketing content. So how can we use our time efficiently and create the highest quality of content in the shortest amount of time possible? So I teach people how to do that as a service. And I'm going to share some of the things that I teach in my coaching process uh, in today's episode. So if marketing feels daunting to you, if it feels really time consuming, if you feel like social media is just the wild, wild west, and you're not really sure if your marketing material is paying off, uh, let's talk about that today. I might, my hope is that I'm able to recalibrate your expectations here and also mitigate some of the fears that you might have about uh, creating content. Now, these are all really valid concerns 
And when I started my business, the social media marketing landscape specifically was really different than it is today. Eight years ago, you could make a really big impact uh, on social media by posting really great content consistently. For example, like feed posts in Instagram, you would post a feed post every day at a specific time, um, you know, maybe a different time on a Tuesday than a Wednesday, but like there's some science behind that. But, you know, marketing on, on social media was really low-hanging fruit uh, a few years back. And I will say that in some cases, the same thing is true today, but it really does require a little bit more skill uh, and nuance than it did back then. There's also so much more to choose from, right? There's TikTok, there's IG stories, right? There's reels, there's threads now, um, Reddit, LinkedIn, LinkedIn newsletters, LinkedIn articles. So there's just a lot more to choose from, and I can totally appreciate how overwhelming it feels uh, when one is considering, you know, social media marketing. Where do we even start, right? So there are so much more options to choose from on where to show up in your distribution than just simply feed posts. And in that same vein, there's also more people posting content on social media for marketing purposes. And so with that said, it's just a much, much bigger pond in which to show up in. So keeping all of that in mind, no wonder why people are frustrated or confused or concerned or overwhelmed by social media marketing, right? And the rise of this short form video has just really thrown a lot of people for a loop. And I talk to women business owners especially, but this affects men as well. And I've talked to a few men um, about this particular issue. And that is that, you know, this short form video content really does a number on people's psyche, right? Like our self-esteem, seeing ourselves on video. Um, it brings up the imposter syndrome things. It brings up our, you know, self-worth things. It brings up our, you know, aesthetics and how we look and is, do I look right? You know, should I be doing this? Is this a right medium? Should I just write it instead of record it? You know, and so, you know, this short form video content, which is all of the rage right now, it's great for marketing purposes, but it can also bring up all sorts of other things that, you know, really do need to be dealt with. So I don't want to minimize that as well. So keeping that in mind, I mean, it's right to feel like a small fish in a big pond. And there are ways to make this feel less complicated, less intimidating, more fun, more enjoyable. Uh, and I'm going to give you these four tips to just help you get started on that path. So, so the first tip that I would give anybody who wants to make marketing easier and more enjoyable would be to have a plan. And that plan needs to be directly tied to your short-term goals for your business and also your long-term goals for your business. When I say have a plan, what I mean is you need to understand who it is that you want to consume your content, right? Let's just start at the very beginning. You have a service or a product that you want people to buy. Who do you want to buy it? Who is that person? And get really clear on who that person is. This is deeper than just picking a niche or frankly a stereotype of a person, an archetype. Like you want to 
think deeply about who this person is and what keeps them up at night. So understanding who your ideal client is, but also understanding who your referral partners are, right? We want people to consume our content that have the power to refer us. So the people in my network that see my social media content and consume my email content, I want them to be reposting it. I want them to send it to people that they know. I want them to send it to people who might be good fit for me in some way. Uh, and that's reciprocal, right? When I get my email newsletters from, from people in my industry and I think about, oh, you know what? I know somebody who could totally use this. I forward it on. And so there are people in your industry that have the power and influence to help you grow your business. And that's outside of your ideal client, right? So keeping in mind, if our ideal client is the bullseye, we have other rings around that bullseye that can affect and influence the growth of our business. And those people are, you know, people in your industry, potential referral resources, their brands that you might want to partner with. Um, and so getting really clear on, on who it is that you want to consume your content will serve you really, really well. And your plan will then back out of that. So once you understand who these people are, you can kind of work backwards, you know, find out where they spend their time online, how much they consume, are they on these platforms, what do they do with this information once they consume it, and you kind of know who it is that you want to target, and then you can make a plan based on reaching those people. The goal is reaching those people, but first you need to know who they are. So tip number one, create a plan that's rooted in your short and long-term goals and tied directly to uh, the people whom you want to consume your content. Number two is have a brain dump session. There's so much power in just sitting down with a pen and a paper or right in front of your computer, whatever medium works best for you. Maybe it's in a audio note or, or something like that, but have a brain dump session and block out some time to simply make a list of topics that might appeal to your um, ideal client, right? If you are a realtor, maybe you think about you know what buyers need to know or what sellers need to know. Don't organize your list yet. Just give yourself ample time and space to, you know, thought stream what your audience might need to hear from you. And that can range from great ideas to terrible ideas and everything in between. We're not, we're not organizing this list. We're not criticizing this list. We're just simply getting things out of our head and on paper. And frankly, this is a really good exercise for people because it will also indicate whether or not you understand and know your ideal audience well, right? Because these ideas, they set the trajectory for your marketing plan, right? There's the nuance of creating content and posting it on the right platforms, but you can post content on the right platforms and still miss the mark. You have to have a message that resonates. And so in all of my content, you hear me talk about your visibility plan and your messaging plan. That simply means that you need a distribution plan to reach people, right? That's your visibility. 
you also, once you show up there, you need to have a message that resonates with these people uh, so that once they see your content, they're like, yes, this is it. That's the person I've been looking for. That's the product I need. That's the service that I was looking for. So the visibility plan puts you in the right room and the messaging plan is the thing that makes you compelling to the people in that room. So your brain dump session is kind of step one. This is something that we do in my strategy session. And it takes some time for people to really think through, you know, who your ideal client is. That's step one. But then, you know, what do they want to hear from you? How do they want to hear it from you? Uh, what do they need to know? And sometimes, if, if you, especially for people who've been in their industry for a really long time, they kind of lose that fresh perspective, that beginner's mind. And, you know, they are subject matter experts. So they use a lot of jargon and they use a lot of, you know, complicated terms. And, you know, that's really not what resonates with people. It doesn't make you sound smarter, even though sometimes we think it does. You know, th- it just overcomplicates a really simple fact. And that is that you're here to serve. You have the credibility, you have the education, you have the experience, and here's what it's like to work with you. So a brain dump session is a really great way for you to get clear on what your audience needs to hear from you in the way that they need to hear it. So write down a big long list and then your third tip is to organize and categorize by theme, okay? And so... Some people call these content pillars. Um, You can call it whatever you want to. Call it topic buckets. I don't know. Just organize your list by theme and they will naturally present themselves. So let's go back to the realtor example, right? If you made a long list of topics that your audience would need to hear from you, it might include things about interest rates and um, housing market updates from your particular area or maybe the national housing market update. Maybe your list includes tips for buyers. You know, maybe they need to be pre-approved before they start looking or um, maybe sellers need to make certain updates to their home before they list it. Maybe your sellers need to have reasonable expectations about what to expect during the listing process. Whatever, right? All of these topics. But you'll notice that these larger themes kind of present themselves. And so maybe, you know, if you're a realtor, one of your themes is things that sellers need to know. And another theme might be things that buyers need to know. And another theme might be, you know, the economic factors of buying a house or selling a house uh, and so forth. Now, what I recommend, because I'm a visual learner, I really appreciate a good color coding system. And so I've done this plenty of times in the past where I'll make a big long brain dump list. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just a thought dump. And then I will take a, you know, different colored highlighters and I will highlight, you know, in pink things that kind of go together and then yellow for, you know, other things that kind of go together. And that will help me, you know, flush out, you know, what these larger themes are. 
I've shared this story before uh, that when I was uh, scaling my business during COVID and I needed to hire somebody, I made a list of all of the activities that I do in my business. And it was everything from, you know, send out invoices to create client content to, you know, monitor their metrics and put them in their client dashboard to create my own you know, marketing content and write, record the podcast, yada, yada, yada. So I had a long list of activities that take place in my business that I'm responsible for. But I highlighted what can be delegated and what can be eliminated and what's the work that only I can do. And I learned that from Michael Hyatt's book, Free to Focus, by the way, uh, great book. And it applies here as well, right? So when you create your big brain dump list, organize it in a way that you are able to flush out the larger key themes and that's going to feel really good to you because when you sit down to create your content you'll know what to say you'll know what to talk about and the what piece I don't know what to post I don't know what to talk about I don't know what my audience needs to hear that issue is mitigated during this process and it certainly makes things feel easier when you know what you're supposed to write about or what you're supposed to say uh, before you sit down to do it. Okay, so the fourth tip that I would give to anybody after you've made your repository of content, after you've uncovered who your ideal client is and who your referral partners are and who, who the audience is that you want to consume your content, my suggestion for you is to Get clear on how much time you can afford to spend on your marketing material. Now, this is really important for a few reasons. One, you have to be able to spend some time marketing your business. If you're a solo entrepreneur, it's just something that you have to do. You need to bake it into your calendar as if it's just as important as managing your books or taking those discovery calls. So, if you can spend two hours a week creating content and managing that content and looking at your metrics, then you're in really good shape. That's a great amount of time to spend each week either creating content or engaging and managing your content or looking at the metrics and making decisions based off of the data that you find. Because the truth of the matter is, is that you have to be able to spend some time uh, doing this. You have to be able to spend some time creating content. And it may not be the funnest thing that you do in that two-hour window, but if you're interested in growing your business, it's just something that has to be done. If you're not in a space to outsource your marketing material, then you have to you know, figure out a way to make this work for you. And I tell my coaching clients you know, start by blocking two hours a week. You know, maybe that's two hours every Monday that is just dedicated to marketing. And then I tell them specifically what to do during those two hour blocks of time. And so they know when they look at their week ahead, okay, I'm going to sit down on Monday. I have a two hour block of time scheduled for marketing activities. They know exactly what they're going to be doing in that time. It could be creating content. It could be reviewing their previous week's content or their previous month's content. It could be engaging and managing and looking at, you know, different accounts in their industry uh, and so forth. There are lots of different activities that I tell them to do in those windows of time. But the point is, is that you have to be accountable to creating and managing the marketing content for your business. 
So these four tips that I gave you today are designed to help make marketing easier and simplify what can be very daunting and confusing and overwhelming. And really, those four tips boiled down is to have a plan, do a brain dump session, organize your list by theme, and get clear on how much time you can spend creating and managing your content. These are four tips that will serve you well and hopefully stop spinning your wheels when it comes to creating marketing content for your business. You need to have a plan, right? You need to understand who your ideal client is uh, and who your audience is, right? You need to be able to understand what it is they want to hear from you, right? And, And what they look forward to seeing come out of your brand. And an organized list helps your brain function better and it helps keeps your, keep your content um, more streamlined and uh, more thought out and getting clear on just how much time you're able to do your marketing will just put a lot of things at ease and you won't be fitting it into the margins of your week. You'll actually have a time block on your calendar dedicated to doing this very important activity when it comes to growing your business. Okay, so those are the four tips that I gave you today. We did not talk about what platforms to post on. We did not talk about what metrics you should be looking at. We did not talk about a lot of things that are important to your marketing plan today. And if you would like to get deeper into the business of creating and managing and monitoring all of your content, I would invite you to schedule a discovery call with me. We can talk for about 45 minutes just about your business what's going well, what's not going well, and I'd be happy to give you some ideas, ways that you can move forward in a more profitable and efficient and effective way. You can schedule some time with me on my website, www.willowandoaksolutions.com. And in the meantime, I hope that this serves you well, and please leave a review or share it with somebody who you think might need it too. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode today. It's my goal that each episode will move the needle for you in some way, that you'll get exactly what you need right when you need it. So if you loved it, and I sure hope that you did, consider subscribing to the podcast or leave a review. And if today's episode or this podcast is valuable to you, there's likely someone that you know who might also get some value out of it as well, so send it their way. All right, looking forward to connecting with you next time. Thanks for being here.